Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another week of the Ninth State Sports Show Lacrosse Edition. Uh, my name is Joe Marcellina. Uh, joining me, uh, we are together, although we are apart, uh, at a socially uh, acceptable distance, Dairy Field head coach Chris Hetler. Uh, Chris, how you doing today? Doing great, Joe. Feeling like feeling like I'm 18. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm funny you say that, right? Because it is your, from what I hear, it is your birthday today, correct? It is my birthday. Yeah, well, today, happy yeah. birthday. I'm, I'm guessing, actually, based on the photo that's on the Dairyfield team page, you are pretty close to 18, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, well, at, least, at least my jersey my jersey still fits. I know. I, yeah, I saw that picture on, on, uh, on Instagram this morning. I, uh, well, we are, uh, we of course, recording this uh, on in separate locations. Uh, I, I'm in my bunker, and I'm, I'm sure you are, too. Uh, as always, you can send us questions and feedback uh, by shooting an email to nhhighschoolsports at gmail.com or on Twitter at nhhsports. Uh, you can listen to the, the lacrosse show Thursday mornings at nh-highschoolsports.com. And for the first time, we are going to have um, guests on the show, or we're going to. I think that's. We're going to attempt to yeah. have guests. <laughs> I think that's a great. I think that's a great segue. I think we'd love. We'd love some feedback. Listen. You know, reach out. Who would you Who would you like to hear us interview? Who would you You know, what programs? Uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, athletes. You know, senior athletes. That type of stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking great. forward to this. Girl. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I I would. Um, yeah, if anyone you know <laughs> will always take suggestions, and uh, anyone that wants to reach out and volunteer, uh, we love volunteer. We'll love volunteers too. Um, you know, and and. Um, like we said, we were gonna we're gonna bring you a show for the rest of the spring. Um, this is how we're gonna do it. But before we get into that, I wanted to take just a little bit of time to get an update. You know how are how is the uh, the remote learning and the uh, quarantining and isolating or whatever you you guys are doing over there? How have things been going? <laughs> things are, things are going all right. We're we're doing well. Um, you know, it's just like everybody else. I'm sure everybody else is as the weather's getting nicer. It's it's getting harder and harder to stay inside. Um, but you know, I've been continuing my daily walks and, uh, we actually, we just started live classes, uh, dairy field for workouts. We started doing, uh, we started hosting some live classes and we're going to see how that goes. Uh, nice. so I, uh, yeah, I, 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 was a little bit sore when I woke up this morning, so <laughs> <laughs> it'll be good. It'll be good for coach Hetler too. So yeah. I, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat. My, um, my wife and I had started going to the gym last, uh, beginning of last summer. And uh, we'd been pretty good about it, I think. And um, this really threw us off course. And last Friday, we had a, a Zoom session with, a, with one of the trainers and uh, got ourselves a new workout. And today was day number two for me. And um, I'm not going to be sure. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get out of my chair when we're done with this. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a good, good kind of feeling. Yeah. So it's not the same, not the same as running around on the turf and, no. uh, and shooting, warming up goalies, but it's, you know, it, at least we're getting out and, and getting something done. So that's good. Uh, I do want to mention too, uh, we kind of talked a little briefly about, um, you know, project that I was going to be putting together, uh, f for this year. Um, obviously with no season, uh, it won't be traditional kind of, uh, lacrosse yearbook like I've done in the past. Um, this year, what I'd like to do is put together some uh, what I'm calling senior pages because um, I'm not that creative to come up with a, a better name at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what it's going to consist of is, um, you know, a, a, a page uh, for every senior that wants to sign up for one, uh, have a photo, some stats, information about you. Um, I, you know, we'll be sending those out in emails um, later on in the spring, uh, probably late May, early June. 
And then if you uh, you really you want to get a, a complete copy of them, um, that's kind of what this year's yearbook is going to be. Stories from uh, what we're missing out on this spring, and then also these, uh, these senior pages in the yearbook. So you can go to nh-highschoolsports.com to find out more about that. Uh, you know, hope you hope you do. And if you have questions, of course, email us. Um, let us or you know, let us know what you're thinking. I, I know I'm planning on doing it for my my seniors. I think it's going to be a really nice keepsake and a, a great way to commemorate you know a, a great four years together. Obviously, disappointing we didn't get to play this spring. Holding out hope for the summer, but uh, you know I know the work you do, so we're looking forward to it. So definitely, definitely going to put it together for my seniors. I hope other coaches will join as well. All right. On that note, uh, I think it's it's time to make some history on the podcast. Uh, let's try to bring in our first guest. And on the phone with us now, uh, Nashua South Boys lacrosse coach, Bill Monson. Bill, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on, Joe. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining us. How is, uh, how is the... Um, I guess the the quarantine, the isolation, the remote learning, all this stuff. How's it been treating you? Uh, well, with the absence of lacrosse, um, I've had a lot of free time, which is a good and a bad thing. I've pretty much cleaned everything possible in my house, but <laughs> I uh, I teach at Nashua Salt too, so we've been kept pretty busy with uh, remote learning. So I've been doing a lot of that and. Cleaning and exercising. How about you? Oh, pretty much the same. Well, without the teaching part of it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, just uh, we were just saying, I I started exercising this week uh, a little bit more. Um, you know, going to the other job a couple days a week and and doing this. So, yeah, trying to fill. Bill, the I don't think my garage. I don't think my garage has ever been cleaner before. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is that, that is uh, the way it's going lately. I feel like I went to Home Depot probably. Shouldn't have gone, but I did to get some stuff, and that place was packed. Uh, and it was a. It was a I had to wait. Time. I had to wait outside the other day. They were only letting. They were only letting a hundred people in at a time, and I had, I had to wait in line outside the other day. So yeah. Yeah, I think everybody's fixing everything at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so Bill, I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> so Bill, I'm gonna jump in here, and uh, so we. We've been having some fun uh, with my team here, and we've been doing some social media stuff. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. We built a, uh, a COVID quarantine house. I'm wondering out of the guys on your team, who, who would be the chef in your house? Do you have, you have any guys on the team that would be, that'd be good chefs in your house if you, had, if you were quarantined right now? Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. Honestly, as far as cooking goes, geez. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some i'll give you some other categories we had uh we had an interior decorator we had a doctor oh everybody needs a hair everybody needs a hairstylist right now i know i know my hair is getting out of control right now uh team entertainer a workout oh. guy a tech guru uh everybody you need you need an academian or a teacher mm-hmm. uh handyman dj you gotta have the music and then a house. Uh, how about any of those categories you got anybody well, on the team? Uh, definitely a DJ, um, Garrett Flurry. Um, right. yeah, he, for football, he would take out our speaker to the practice field on and off the field every day. And he, uh, <laughs> he loved it. So he definitely would be the DJ. Um, I don't know if you want music choice. What do, what do we go? What do we go? What style of music do they like? Um, 
a bunch of stuff that I don't even listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's every coach's answer. I was going right to say, have, yeah. we, have we reached that age already? Yeah, yeah that actually, um, that happens more and more every year. I'm like, <laughs> who, who is this? Um, Bill, uh, one thing I wanted to, to make sure we talked about, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, this hadn't been announced anywhere. I'm going to throw it out there. So, uh, I, I believe I talked to you after a, uh, a seven on seven practice last, I don't know, July, August. And I said, Hey, do you think you guys would be interested in doing the season, uh, next spring? And we kind of yeah. talked a little bit about it and, um, we we were going to try to set it up for this spring. Uh, you know, what, what made you interested in, in possibly doing it with this group of kids? Uh, well, I feel like this is a, a, a great senior class. We had 12, 12 seniors going into this season. So um, the foundation that they, uh, they had laid for the season um, with the work that they were putting in already last summer, um, and I knew they were going to continue working through the fall and winter, which they did, um, that along with the juniors and sophomores I knew we had coming back, I thought it would make for um, probably the best season that we've had since the school split, I would imagine. Um, so if there was ever a year for us to, uh, to document, um, this would be it. So it's too bad it didn't happen, but we were definitely looking forward to it. It would have been a lot of fun. As, as was I, yeah. So Bill, I, I think, you know, we had, we had done our preview earlier in the year and it sounds like, it sounds like we got some guys on your team fired up. Who were, who were some of the guys that we met that we missed that we should have been talking about there? Who were some, who were some of the guys that, that you were really excited about coming into the season? Um, I don't, I wouldn't say omitting anybody. I think it was a, it was a good challenge that they needed to hear about, uh, you know, pressing offensively, um, matching athleticism i think that uh some of the players on our team feel like they have more athleticism than maybe um people are aware of so um i think that was about it but i know they had mr Bodie, uh who will be playing at snoo next year he was he was pretty fired up <laughs> nice nice good uh, uh yeah but i think um i mean overall i i can't really think of anybody uh, you could have overlooked i mean we do well, have. Well, in that case, in that case, then remind remind the listeners who 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 are you really excited about? Who who do you think was going to take that next jump and maybe either take you know move up in the all state standings or come on come onto the scene for the first time? Well, one person, uh, Mr. DJ himself, uh, Garrett Flurry, I think would have had a huge season. Um, unfortunately for him and for us, uh, he has missed the past two seasons due to injuries and. Um, so we've never had a full season with him and he has, he's got an absolute cannon. So I think Garrett would have um, definitely opened a lot of eyes and had, had some serious firepower back there. Um, I think Joe Bodie had the best off season he's had. Um, I think he was ready to take that next, that next step. Um, and I, I do think that there were some that were not seniors that, um, probably would have opened some eyes. Um, sophomore Connor Roselle at uh, midfield and uh, junior Jaden uh, Murphy. They definitely would have uh, opened some eyes this season. I was pretty excited for them. And I think offensively together, 
all of those guys. And you can't forget uh, Drew Flurry. I mean, I, I really think offensively we had, we had the pieces in place to, uh, to at least give everybody a little bit of a run for their money. Yeah, really, uh, <clears throat> really frustrating. I imagine for everybody that. Um, but but how? What do you? What did your? How have your guys handled it? Um, do you think? Like, how much are you kind of communicating with them? And 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 how was their uh, initial reaction to to all of this happening? Uh, well, the seniors were devastated. Um, that I do know, and um, and so was I. You know, and so. We talked um, as soon as the governor made his announcement about remote learning for the rest of the year. And then the NHIA, uh, to their credit, was was pretty quick um, with with rolling out how the season was going to be canceled and not leaving us hanging there, um, giving any false hope. Um, but we had had Zoom meetings. Um, we've been in constant contact Um Throughout all of this, I created a Google Classroom for the team. Um, so we've been doing workouts through that um, and, you know, just communicating and trying to keep up uh, everybody's spirits. But it is what it is. Um, it's a good lesson to all of us not to ever take this uh, this game for granted, that's for sure. Because I know that the weather this April has been horrendous, but all of us would have loved to have been freezing in the rain and still be able to play lacrosse. Absolutely, yeah. I think any I think any of us would have taken it, even those days when uh, waking up. Like, there's been a few days where it's been snowing out, and I was like, yeah, I'd still be out on the turf today. So, um, yeah, you well, definitely uh, start to miss those rubber uh, little things that <laughs> – Fill up your say, my house has been a lot cleaner. I think my wife's right, a lot yeah. happier. There's been a lot more of those black pellets not around. Yeah. <laughs> that and the extra sweeping. Yeah. So, you know, thinking about that, what, um, so what have the, have the guys responded? Like, are, are they, are they still getting, are they working in small groups? Are they thinking about the next year? I mean, or, or is there still some, some grieving time going on right now? Is there anything, anything going on within the program to continue to prepare? Uh, well, I know that we are looking to, well, we've signed up or at least, you know, registered for a spot as a team for a tournament in July. Um, so I think that um, got a lot of the kids, especially the seniors, pretty pumped up. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I do know that the players that were planning on playing in college anyway have continued to work and um, the juniors and sophomores um are already looking towards next year and and we've already uh, laid the groundwork with captains for next year and and things like that so um unfortunately that's kind of the position we're in i gotta i want to make sure that we can um, get together as a group as a group as soon as we're allowed to um and pay tribute to the seniors and um and hopefully play together one more time and and send them off the right way before they're gone to college. And then, um, but I also need to keep in mind that I think we could be uh, pretty darn good next year as well. So we've got to keep, keep the, uh, the momentum moving and kids got to keep hitting the wall and, and all those things that they've been doing such a good job of. Um, so hopefully next year we, uh, we hit the ground running. I think we're all in the same boat. We're, we're doing the same thing. I think we signed up for the same tournament and we're hoping we get one last ride together with everybody and uh, 
yeah, it's the, the same same mantra here. You know, we're thinking ahead to next year and got to keep the got to keep the team strong. So yeah, I'm, we're with you. All right, someone Tough. someone needs to send me a schedule for this tournament so I can come see it too. I, I I'm feeling feeling left out here. If there's lacrosse going on, I want to go watch it. <laughs> well, as soon as we have one, we will let you know. Okay, good. And it's good, uh, good. July July seventh and eighth at uh, at um, uh, Fort Devens. I think. I, uh, so. I think I think my calendar's clear for those days. I just hope we're able to actually yeah, get it in. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so. you, you've also um, also coach football, um, assistant coach at, at South. Have you guys talked at all about any possible? I mean, I know we're still. It is it is a ways off, but it's also one of those things that's going to be around the corner before you know it. I mean, has there been any kind of talk about what might that what that might look like? Honestly, as of right now, no. Um, I do know that we met with, uh, we had a Zoom meeting actually with uh, the team leaders the other day um, and have already done the exact same thing and started a Google Classroom and, and have been posting things and communicating with all the players and and all those things that we're able to actually do. But um, as far as like, a tentative schedule right now um we have no idea so we hope you no know, it's uh i know it's been tough we you know a lot of ad's and the meetings i've been in they, they've wanted to look ahead to the fall and you know thing like you know are, are which we have should we have separate bathrooms should we are we going to have be able to have crowds we're going to be able to, and i just think we're just in such a wait and see pattern right now There's, it's almost you know everybody wants to control the situation and be able to plan for it and it's like, we don't even know what next week's going to look like, you know? So it's yeah. just, it's going to, everybody's got to stay patient and, uh, you know, optimistic that it is going to happen, but, uh, it's hard, it's hard to plan right now. So, uh, we feel for you. It's, it's not easy. No, it's definitely, I mean, and, and we're all at the mercy of something much, much larger than us. So yeah, yeah. it is, it is what it is, but we, um, I really, really hope that we're able to, to play um even if there there isn't crowds or whatever accommodations need to be made i hope that we're able to play this fall because i think um just mental health wise for these kids i think it, they they need to get outside they need to you know socialize with their friends and and feel good about doing something together again um so hopefully uh that happens sooner rather than later but well, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. I think there is a lot of from uh, from a psychological standpoint. This this has been a big hit, not only kids but adults too. And uh, you know, work that you're doing, any, anything that we as coaches are doing to stay positive and to give kids distractions and, and things to focus on, so that they can look ahead to the future is great. I mean, I think the more time, the more idle time they have to sit around and you know, get in their own heads, that's not a good thing. You know, it's, it's help. It's why we started doing live classes, live workouts and, and different things just so, so that we could all be together. You know, I think there is, there's a, a power in community. So, you know, again, you know, thank you for all the work you're doing Just keep your kids going. So it's good. Well, I love it. I mean, I don't even, I've been, I've been coaching football in Nashua uh, since 2007. So uh, to not be coaching and then uh, lacrosse since 2010. So to not be coaching right now, I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can, uh, in, in a way I can relate to that, not having anything to go to. Uh, I, I feel like it literally it really has been groundhog day. The weather hasn't helped with that either. The fact that it's felt like it's been the same weather since mid March. 
um, you know, not having anything to go cover, not having anything to, you know, too much to write about or, or even take pictures of. I don't know when the last time I took my camera out was. Uh, it's it's really weird. Yeah, yeah it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty painful. And then when the only sporting event you have is either a documentary or the NFL draft, <laughs> it's, it's tough times. Well, he so. is uh, Nashua South coach Bill Monson. Uh, Bill would like to just say thank you again for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, guys, and uh, thanks for all the good stuff that you guys do for high school sports around New Hampshire, and especially lacrosse. It's awesome. That's Bill, real quick before we let you go, up the top of your head, you're gonna go. You were gonna make a Final Four run this year. You're in the playoffs. Who, who's the kid? Who's who's the hairstylist? Who, who's shaving the heads? Who's the guy leading the band? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I can imagine that. Uh, who's giving the Mohawks? Probably Jaden Dupont or Jordan Botwell probably do something <laughs> crazy with their hair. Love it. I would, Love it. I would imagine those two would. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna look for it. We're gonna look forward to it next season. Then it sounds like you got a great team coming back next year, and you'll keep them motivated. So, looking looking forward to seeing the Panthers uh, make a run again next year. So, thanks, Coach. Thank you. Hopefully, Thank you. I'll see you in July. Our second guest of the show. Uh, Callie Santos, who is taking over uh, what would have been, what, your first year as the head coach of the Londonderry Girls Lacrosse team, correct? Yes, it would have been. I was hired about a month before the season was supposed to start. And I imagine uh, at that point, just kind of what was, can you kind of take us through maybe like a little bit of a timeline of, of what, you know, you, you get hired. I'm sure your first mm -hmm. thing was to kind of watch some film and reach out to the girls a little bit. And then yep. all this happens. What, what was just kind of the, the, uh, yeah, the timeline there. Yeah, so the general timeline was I went in for an interview end of February, and then within about a couple days to a week, uh, I found out that I got the job, and the kids kind of found out through um, the grapevine. There was never really, like, a full-fledged announcement until I sent out an email to our Brewster's Club, but, um, and that happened, and the first time I met most of the kids was around, like, February 24th. We had a, um, one of the skills and drills um, practice type things that go on during the winter seasons that you're able to do. Um, and the previous coach, uh, Scott Walden, was coaching it primarily. And I was kind of just going to see like what the, how the girls were working and just to see kind of get an idea of what was going on. Because at that point, there was no finalization as to um, me like everyone knowing that I had the job so I didn't want to like step in day one and just like get it like get too far into their faces I wanted to give them an opportunity to kind of meet me and get to know me a little right. bit better yeah. and then have our introduction and then I got one more skills and drills where it was just me with the kids and my um, JV coach um, was there as well for part of it and it was really great and I got to meet probably maybe half of the kids in the program and then we were in the process of getting uh a meeting with everyone set up and that's when all of this started to happen where rumors of obviously it started with just delaying the season and then we ended up with a cancellation right. so yeah. it was within two weeks two to three weeks of me being hired that all of this started to go down so it was very interesting and tough to um have to navigate that as a new head coach and as someone who didn't know a ton of the kids I know about like six or seven from working with them previously, but that was about it. So um, it was tough, but we worked through it. And um, 
I've been in contact with the kids, uh, not as much as I would have liked to be, but I've been in contact with them and I've been talking to the seniors and um, trying to keep their spirits up and working with them that way. Nice, Kelly. So, you know, you had a, you, you've had a storied playing career. You've, mm-hmm. you know, you've been a, you've been a, uh, a high profile club coach around here and there's been some big openings. What, what drew you to Londonderry? Why the Londonderry program? Um, well, when I was in high school, Londonderry was easily the top program in the state. They were consistently um, winning championships. I mean, my freshman year of high school, we played them at Stellos and I remember playing against Dana Boyle and Marcy Marino and being in complete awe of their talent and what they were able to do on the field. And it made me definitely want to strive to be um, a competitive player like that. And as a coach, obviously that comes with the same exact territory, you know, what the town and what the programs are capable of. It's just a matter of getting your foot in the door and working with those youth programs. So for the spring, my plan was to work with the youth programs, kind of get my foot in the door, get to know as many people as I could and um, work with as many kids as I could in order to help build up that program. And unfortunately with the case that we were, the the hand that we were dealt that wasn't able to happen, but um, I'm looking forward to building on that and working through that in the next few years as I, build up the program again you, you mentioned um you know the londonderry status they're probably what going back nine ten years now uh, yeah and 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 coming from you know you were you were what an assistant at bg the last couple of years um you guys had a ton of success there um mm-hmm. you know just just how do you how do you kind of transfer it how do you i mean the, i imagine some of that foundation from what londonderry where the program was before is probably if it's not there now, it might be kind of just need a little kick. Um, yeah. How do, you, how do you bring some of that with you, um, you yeah. know, as a new head coach? Yeah. So as um, my goals were first and foremost to come in and um, really work on skill development with the girls, and that's something that I've been really good at. I graduated from high, uh, uh, well, from high school in thirteen, and then from college in two thousand seventeen. So. Um, when I graduated from college, I worked um, at the University of Delaware for a year and then BG and the things that I want to take from the different programs that I've worked for and with um, are just definitely like hard work discipline and going out and getting what we needed to get done and then having fun while we're doing it. And that's something that um, I definitely wanted to build on. And then with the girls, um, just really trying to bring my perspective from someone who's played within the past few years and give them um, an opportunity to grow and to ask questions and to learn about the landscape of college lacrosse as well as high school lacrosse and the goals that they can set moving forward. So that was my major like emphasis going in was to build on that championship tradition that they previously were so um, dominant in and to just work with this like, we had a lot of talented girls this year and I'm excited to see how some of them do as they go off to college as well as um, continue to work through this time. But um, really uh, navigating, I'm sorry, I spaced out, but (laughs) really I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about, Um, (laughs) but really trying to work with them on, um, that foundation piece that's like what I'm really right. good with with when it comes to lacrosse is the foundation of skills and what as well as 
um, coming up with concept development as well. And that was, those are the things that I definitely would bring into um, a program as a head coach for sure. Kelly, how about some of the, how about some like uh, traditions or culture or things like that, either from your days at UMass or, you know, mm-hmm. in high school, things like that. Any, yeah. any pieces you'd want to bring or, or maybe even yeah. are there pieces of, of what you remember from playing against Londonderry that you would keep alive? Um, from when I don't really have many memories of when we were playing against them. I just remember them always being like a super gritty team and people mm-hmm. like constantly working as hard as they possibly could. Um, and then when it came to traditions that I would want to bring in, when I was in college, and we only did this a couple years when I was in school, but we had like a competition week. Um, that was always something that was super fun that we looked forward to in the fall. So that could be something that um, I thought about bringing back. And it really was just a way for us to break up um, the like grind, for lack of a better word, that we were going through and to like have some fun and to build in some of that like team building stuff while also getting work done on the field. So that's something that I definitely think um, would be fun, even if it wasn't a week, if it was a couple of days. It's essentially like a spirit week um, where the kids come up with um, different themes for teams and um, then every practice is like competition based. And I think that's something that helps foster like team unity as well as um, when people are competing at practice, it helps everyone get better. So that's something that I would really want to like bring in when it comes to just like activities. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that I definitely would want to bring in. Coach, I'm going to steal that from you next year. I like <laughs> it was so much fun when we were in college. It was the best. This is this is really why you wanted to interview coaches, isn't it? You wanted to get, you wanted to get <laughs> ideas. I'm to steal ideas, man. Why reinvent yeah. the wheel? Um, yeah. You know, it, it, you you played in New Hampshire. Um, mm-hmm. You've now coached here for a couple of years. Um, yeah, for sure. How, how much different is – obviously, you know, when you, you played what BG and Bedford and Merrimack were all yep. in Division Two. Division Absolutely, one was much yeah. smaller, you know, mm-hmm. how, aside from that though, how much do you think it's changed since when you played? Oh, it's, it's insane how much it's changed. These kids, I didn't even know what a behind the back was when I was in <laughs> high school. Like I barely knew what these skills were. And I, I mean, later in my career, I knew what they were like junior, senior year. But if you asked freshman me to try and do something like that, I was like, excuse me. Um, but it's just the landscape, the athleticism, the amount of work that they put in outside of um, just going to practice, like lifting, all that different stuff. That wasn't stuff um, that I personally as a player was doing as much in high school as I did once I got to college. Like obviously you have this program set up for you, but um, when it comes to that piece, these kids are just playing more athletically, more creatively, and it's super fun to watch. Whereas when I was in high school, like I remember going back a couple of years ago and watching like my freshman year championship game film for just like a laugh with my parents. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on and what was I doing? Because it's just like, it's totally different from what I was playing in as a college athlete. And then especially after being um, on the staff at BG last year and um, working with those kids and just the talent level. Um, it was really impressive to see the change across the state. 
I can't, I couldn't agree with you more. I went back and watched, <laughs> I, I went back and watched our first 2010 championship and yeah. uh, it's almost like you shouldn't have turned it on. Cause in your head, yeah. <laughs> it's the most amazing game I've ever been a part of. And oh, you yeah. watch it and you're still like, man, it's still really special and it is amazing. Yeah. But man, we were not as good as I thought we were. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, like it, I, I relate to that a lot. Yeah. For sure. And it was the 2010 year for me too, that, cause yeah. that was the, first championship that BG won and I was a freshman that year and I was watching it and I was like oh my lord what like personally just like about me too I was focused on like just seeing what I was like as a player and how much I had grown and I was uh, shocked at the changes (laughs) (laughs) all right so if I'm if I'm at home right now and I'm I'm looking I'm looking to try out I hope you're at home right now I am. Everyone's at home. But if I, if I am, and you're going to make fun of it, if I am a 16 year old Londonderry girl right now, and I am looking to try out for you next year, what should I be scared about? What should I be preparing for? What do I need to do to be a, a successful player in coach Santos's system? What are you looking for? Um, I'm definitely looking for high level stick work. That's something that for me, if you can work on that stick work piece, that's something that's super easy to work on. You can, even stick tricks and like simple things, um, just getting your stick in your hand every single day and then working on your first step and that um, different agility type um, drills, anything that's going to get you moving differently than you normally would um, when it comes to practicing in your backyard. That's something that I want to see from these kids. And then I wouldn't say there's anything to be scared about. I mean, I'm definitely not um, – I'm tough and I, cause I'm very, very passionate about the sport and I'm passionate about um, developing athletes and working with these kids. So I'm tough on them because I want to see them succeed. And it's not um, anything about, it. just, I want to see kids have the best, like give themselves the best opportunity. And that's kind of, I mean, the only thing would be like work as hard as you possibly can. Cause if you're not working hard, you're going to hear it. And that would be the thing to be scared about. But as long as you're working hard, you're not going to get that um, piece out of me, I guess. (laughs) I'm not one to yell very much, but I am going to be stern and I'm going to work with them. And I think that's something that I learned from my college coach. She was very much like that. She didn't really yell much, but she definitely um, made her point known. And we knew when we needed to do something better. And that's kind of how I've adapted my coaching style as well. and then just honestly, I, like I said it before, but putting your stick in your hand every single day, anything that you're doing is going to be better than not doing anything. So that would be how, my how about, how about conditioning wise? You know, do, Can, do the girls, you know, do you do a lot of in, in practice conditioning? Should they be coming in in shape or a combination of both? Uh, they definitely should be coming in in shape. We at Lendendary were really lucky because we have a strength and conditioning program uh, set up and we have a strength and conditioning coach on, st- on staff in the department. So they have access to that at any point in time. And she's really great about working with the kids and giving them programs and making sure. Um, I, I never on, got the opportunity to meet with her in person because of this whole situation. But um, I'm super excited to work with her in the coming year and to build um, a strength and conditioning program and um, let her know my goals for the program and getting us back to that tip top shape of um, championship seasons. Wow. That's fantastic. I mean, is she, is she full time? Like, does she just do S and C or does she also, does she teach? No. 
you know? She also is an athletic trainer. So she's a combo there, um, athletic training and strength and conditioning coach. From my understanding, I didn't get, um, I don't know her full um, landscape to be perfectly honest, but I do know that she's there, um, I believe, every day. I, but I'm I was going to say, that's a great resource for, that's a great resource for yeah. the kids. I mean, that's, it's that's an unbelievable. Don't have that. that's, that's fantastic, exactly. Right? It's an unbelievable resource for the girls, and they have like an Olympic weight room and all that different um, stuff available, obviously, once everything opens again. But um, it, it's an unbelievable resource, and that was one thing that um, – during my interview process, they were like, would you want to utilize um, her? And I was like, absolutely. I have no doubt in my mind that I would want to utilize um, a person like that because they have more knowledge about how I can get the kids where I want to get them faster and healthier. So instead of me running all sorts of conditioning and not really knowing a rhyme or reason or researching a rhyme or reason, I have someone that I can lean on and trust to build them up in the way that um, I want to see them. So it's awesome. There's Michelle that you were talking about, right? Yes. Uh, Michelle Hart Miller. Yeah. She's, um, yes. probably one of the, the better, um, um, trainers and, and strength and conditioning people in, in, you know, in the state, I would, I would, would be, yeah. that was my impression. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her programs and I've seen everything that she's put out, which I've been extremely impressed with. So I just haven't had an opportunity to chat yeah. with her, which um, is unfortunate, but yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> well, uh, this is uh Londonderry girls lacrosse coach, Callie Santos. Uh, Callie, I just want to say thank you again for joining us and we, we appreciate the time. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on here. I really appreciate it. Kelly, we're looking forward, looking forward to see you coach next year and, and seeing what the, the, the girls can do. I think it's going to be a yeah. great match. They're lucky they're I'm lucky to have you there. I'm super excited. It's going to be awesome. That was uh, Londonderry girls lacrosse coach Kelly Santos. We want to thank her for joining us, along with uh, Nashua South boys lacrosse coach Bill Monson. Uh, any uh, any final thoughts, uh, Chris, before we uh, we wrap up for the week? Uh, I know, again, uh, your, your, your birthday tonight, so uh, obviously – Unfortunately, we're not going to have any big plans. But what what would you have been? What do you think you would have been doing tonight if uh, if this wasn't going on? Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking it would have been a lot of fun tonight. Uh, you know, I've been getting birthday wishes from guys on my team, and parents have reached out and stuff. And I said, you know, it's it's uh, I appreciate it, and it's a beautiful day, and we're still having a really nice day. But it would have been a lot of fun tonight. We would have been under the lights in the in the Cougar Bowl. We would have been playing Sauhegan. Would have been a great matchup with. Uh, Riley Lawhorn and Curtis Red and Luke Manning and, uh, you know, all the Sabres out there. And, uh, you know, just it, I think it would have been a phenomenal game. I know they were really looking forward to it, and so were my boys. And uh, so a little disappointing we couldn't have had a birthday showdown tonight out there. Um, but, you know, it's just uh, like I told my guys, it's just making me even hungrier to get back out there for next year. So, you know, would have been fun. You know, and I imagine uh, I probably would have been there too. Uh, I could have brought some birthday cake. Uh, would have been a good yeah, one. Would have been yeah. a good one to cover tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been. Would have been a fun one. I. Yeah. I don't know what else I would have been doing tonight, um, other than being at a, at a, a game like that. Uh, that's definitely a, a, a kind of a bummer to miss. I know there was another one coming up on on Friday of this week. Um, Timberlane and, and Nashua South. Uh, of course, we talked to to Coach Monson earlier. That was a a playoff game last year. Uh, they played in the the D one prelims, and I think I want to say I know Timberlane won by a goal. I want to say it was in overtime. Uh, so that it wasn't would, overtime. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That yep. that would have been a, a another fantastic game this year. Uh, you know, Timberlane 
had uh, some pretty good kids returning this year. Um, Another so, team, yeah. Coach yeah. Blasco was pretty high on on his team and thinking that they they could make a little bit of a run too. So, you know, would have been good. But uh, you know what? This was a nice change of pace this week, and looking forward to it. We'll have some more uh, have some more guests on yeah. next week. And like we said, if, uh, if anybody else out there has suggestions and, and people they want to hear uh, on, please please let us know. And we'll uh, try and get them off. You know, we we started. I think I want to I want to say this is a new uh pandemic tradition we started last week ending on a positive note uh here's a a, a on the uh, off the the cuff uh question uh during this time what show have you been binging the most Ooh, um <laughs> or maybe maybe the best show not the, the best show that you've you've started watching during this all right so i i am a big and they have sucked me in for years i just finished uh the curse of oak islands last okay, night yeah. they're gonna find it one of these years they're gonna find it <laughs> and i i am a loyal watcher and it's there and now um i don't know if you noticed i'm a little bit this is my this is my conspiracy theorist coming out here uh <laughs> did you see did you see that nasa and the government actually released they, yeah yeah by like full-on video saying yep these are ufos we have no <laughs> idea what they are only in a pandemic could you release videos of ufos with the government saying yep they're ufos and people are like yeah no that sounds clue. about right yeah okay that's, sure. that's good so so with on that vein i uh i started watching the uh the the legend of skinwalker ranch which is another another fine show on the history channel uh figuring out strange things going on out in nevada so I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a history, uh, history channel junkie right now. How about you? What do you got? Uh, I don't know if I've necessarily been binging anything, but there was a show I was watching every week, um, that was on HBO called, uh, the plot against America. That was, uh, kind of okay. like a mini series. It was only six episodes, six, uh, each one was an hour long. Um, you know, it's based off a, a book written by, uh, Philip Roth in the, I want to say the early two thousands. Um, basically an alternate history um kind of thing where they just kind of surmised what what would have happened if uh fdr had lost the 1940 election to charles Lindbergh, who was a bit of a you know america first uh you know he'd had yeah. kind of courtships with with germany um during that time uh so yeah it was it was an interesting um very i would highly recommend it but it was yeah it was a a fun show uh, that's that probably... reminds me of another. That reminds me of another show. I wasn't it uh, Man in the Tower similar yeah, to that. The, like um... uh, that, if the U.S. had lost, if the you know if the if the Allies had lost World War Two and how how history could have uh, been different. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that's the name of Man it. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, that's, that's another one. Yeah, someone right. someone right. recommended that one to me. So that's another one I'm going to have to get on there. Excellent. Well, cool. All that's right. Awesome. Well, I will let you get to your uh, your birthday celebrations. Uh, he's <laughs> Derry Field head coach uh, and athletic director Chris Hetler. Chris, thanks again, and uh, have a good night. Thanks, Joe. Looking forward to it. We'll we'll do uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, Be I am great. I am Joe Marcellina. Thanks again for listening.